welcome, welcome, welcome to season three, episode one of the Creative Process Podcast. You'll notice right away that I am in video form. Um, we did it a couple times in season two, um, but we didn't really have much of, I guess, of a successful thing going on there, maybe. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so season three, I'll update you a little bit before we jump in. We got to jump in like ASAP with what we're doing. You see by the title, we're doing portfolio reviews, but goddamn, we got a lot of portfolios to get through. Um, and I'll do some disclaimer as we get closer and closer, but so there is a creative process YouTube channel. There is a creative process TikTok. There is actually, I had a uh, personal discord server with a couple, with a bunch of my friends and stuff made that into a creative process community discord. You will find all of that down in the description below. Um, and you know, all that stuff, you'll be able to jump from one to another, follow the creative process, Twitter, um, everything like that. You'll be able to get everywhere from, you know, wherever you go. So stay updated with everything. Stay, you know, fantastic and, 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 um, supporting the podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, if you're listening on Spotify and, um, and, uh, what's the other one? It's pink. Um, Apple podcast. If you're listening on Spotify and Apple podcast, make sure to rate the podcast and follow the podcast so you can be notified every time an episode comes up um a lot of these will be i guess visually maybe visually heavy um today is a visually heavy one so go follow the podcast youtube channel subscribe like the video if you like what you see and everything like that um but i guess let's just jump in you can see by the title that we're doing portfolio reviews um i'll switch scenes here for a second and you'll see i put this tweet out and it immediately got a crap ton of replies and everything um you'll see kind of as we're scrolling through here you'll see all the portfolios that we have to go through so basically what i did is i went through and put all the portfolios that we're going to be reviewing into the tabs here and i clicked on one project from each portfolio that I kind of want to go into and everything. So I'll give the person a shout out um, as we start going through these and then I'll click on the project. All this will be like dry. Um, I looked at the project very, very briefly when I went to pick them out as I was kind of choosing which portfolios to kind of go through. I picked every single portfolio except for maybe a couple that linked theirs that was kind enough to link theirs and open enough to link there so yeah i guess let's just, let's just go and get started stop rambling rambling and, and doing whatever but um let's hop into so first we have jordan finkel um i clicked on his panthers personal work and just kind of perusing over here what kind of caught my eye was i mean the obvious color scheme of the panthers the carolina panthers um what they have going on is is really really nice um I guess just kind of keying through some things here, your, your color correction on your subject and everything like that is super consistent, keeps it really saturated. Um, a lot of, a lot of oranges, um, that kind of help contrast the blues, um, especially with the, uh, the darker skinned players, um, that works out really, really well. Use it, utilizing their darker skin tone to bring out the oranges and contrast with the blue if you don't know orange and blue are complementary colors i think that's that's what it's called <laughs> I, I, 
I know what it is. I can't it can't come to my brain, but orange and blue are opposite the color wheel, and they work really well together. Um, so utilizing the skin tones to make the orange and blue pop, really well done. Um, really, really well done. Um, one thing I was kind of paying attention to is that you're centered up on your um, on your composition. Pretty much every single one here, except for this game day graphic, um, which I think this looks really, really cool. You're using parts of the you know the subject that you use in here. Um, you're using parts of him throughout every single every single part of the uh, wherever you see the photos used. But I do see that you're pretty consistent with where you keep your subject um, centered up and everything like that. Um, I do like the variation in in text. I think you should have kept that a little bit more consistent um, when going with like this gothic this gothic type of almost black letter or old English, whatever you want to call that typeface, and use that throughout and utilize that whole theme that gothic old english theme i know you use some grunge texturing and everything like that but the texturing seems a little inconsistent as well um so if i were to give you like two things to work on is find a strong typeface or a handful of typefaces that you can utilize and make the style of the graphics kind of go around that especially if you're going to do like a suite or something like this like something similar um, find those typefaces and make that style kind of cohesive and consistent. Um, the texturing and everything, like if these were like standalone graphics and everything like that, I think they work really well. You do a really good job with lighting and color correction and everything like that. But um, since this is intended to be, at least I think, intended to be a suite since you have final score graphics, game day graphics, um, and countdown graphics and everything like that, make sure your consistency is there. All right, Jordan, thank you for linking everything, um, and I really appreciate um, your openness to get reviewed. All right, next we have Jackson Jones. We're going over his Michigan State football recruiting content. Um, recruiting content is always super personalized and everything like that, so like, there's not a lot of consistency, which I'm expecting. Um, there's not a super, a super, I guess, potent amount of consistency within things, um, unless it's like a, um, literally as I was talking, there's, you know, three graphics the same, three graphics the same, three graphics the same, three, like there's a lot of, but overall there's different things they send to, send to recruits, um, sometimes personalized graphics and everything like that. Um, but honestly, I think you do a really great job with this, um, with, with these recruiting graphics, recruiting graphics and like recruiting content is something that I'm always interested in, um, because you have a connection to those new recruits and you're, you're kind of like the first, the first thing that they see, um, especially now with NIL coming out, your graphics are like one of the first things you, first things they see that kind of entices them to come to the university. So Making things personalized, I see a lot of photo manipulation stuff, um, utilizing lighting and different types of atmosphere, I guess I can use, like within the photo, the photo manipulations, making things a little bit more intimidating and almost like really sporty and like make them feel super confident. Love that. Um, 
but then also, you know, keeping the things and keeping things consistent when it has to be. Um, I think you do a really good job. And honestly, I like the old fashioned look with the Michigan state flag here and everything like that. I like that, but I know when recruiting, you kind of got to go different ways with different people and everything like that. And it's kind of, you know, whatever feels good in the moment. So overall, I think this is really, really well done. Um, uh, let's see name again Jackson I think you do a really good job with composition lighting um, photo manipulation a lot of attention to detail and really 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 nice um, I guess compositing and laying out your subject with text um, so overall really 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 good job Jackson I'll give you a follow on my Behance but uh, moving on to the next one so we have Dan- Daniel Aquitania ooh Aquitania, potentially, I don't know. Um, but I picked this this All-Star 2022 personal project um, from him. And we're just going to kind of go go into it. Um, small personal project featuring NBA All-Star Weekend announcements. The goal of this project is to exercise my topography skills and layout placements to be displayed digitally. Art direction was to use, uh, was to, use to main and secondary colors was to use main and secondary colors along with retro textures and using appropriate 3D elements. Okay. Um, so your 3D element I see that's consistent is that star. Um, you are kind of going with that retro, almost like old, like posterized feel um, with your subject here, which is pretty consistent. Um, and I see a change in creative direction for different events. Um, which is kind of cool. Um, the one thing that kind of st- that stays consistent that I see right away is the slam text here and the last name behind the player. I see that. Um, but another thing that kind of not really, I guess, irks me, but it's still like the consistent texture usage and the consistent um, consistent layout and everything. Like your your player is very centered and everything, but even though it's a different event keep things a little bit consistent just because there's the Cleveland 22 logo up in there just by first glance you know sometimes you could be is this connected is this whatever obviously this would be tweeted by like the NBA or something so you know there would be a connection there um but I just want to see a little bit more consistency with things my guess is these are yeah they're starter announcements and reserve announcements so potentially like it, it's almost like they're giving the same visual treatment. Like the player's super, like super in your face. Like you're gonna see the player no matter what. Um, but even in the reserves, I don't know if that's a thing. I mean, making the All Star, making the All Star game in the NBA is like a super coveted thing that you want to happen and that you want to do. So again, I've never had the opportunity to do this or even wanted to do this. So kudos to you for even attacking this. But. Um, potentially maybe doing let's see they do the east and west so a consistent look for the conferences and then just using their using their um like the warriors jersey for andrew wiggins here as like their personal touch but then keeping a consistent look for what conference they're in um since it's conference based and everything um but Overall, I think you do a really good job of getting that, I guess, posterized feel. I wouldn't really say it'd be retro. Um, and your use of 3D with the stars is kind of cool. Um, I would like to see a little bit more of that. But 
overall, I think you do a really good job. And I guess, yeah, take those with a grain of salt if you want. Um, yeah. So thank you, Daniel, for linking um, and moving forward. So now we have Weston Copperstone. Um, this is usage or uh, University of South Dakota stuff that he's got going on. Um, it looks like a little apparel mock-up, um, embroidered paw logo, some, I guess, t-shirt designs and everything like that. So it looks like it's mainly apparel. So fantastic. I love apparel. Um, and mainly with apparel, when I think of it, it's like, what's going to draw someone's eyes to see the apparel and to want to read the apparel and know what it's about? Um, I think in this group of designs, I think your middle one is is the strongest just simply because you got champions over there. It's a little different design um, and everything like that. I know there's like it has all the details on there, South Dakota Coyotes, women's basketball, conference champions, or Summit League champions. Um, but these other ones are kind of cliche, more in circles, um, and this has the basketball on it. Yes, it gets the job done, but I think your, your middle – your middle design is really well done. Um, it has good hierarchy for you to see what to see first, so I think that does a really good job. As well as this being a full like chest and frontal print, I think it fits super well in that like long rectangle, um, almost a square. I mean, you have it displayed in a square here, but it, it fits really well visually in that long rectangle um, that would kind of fit on that T-shirt. So. Um, yeah, that middle, that middle design, I think is your strongest. And then obviously showcasing apparel here, um, where you can, um, and like showcasing your work really well. I think that that's, that's awesome as well. So, um, this one, this one too, I like the usage of the, the halftone pattern and the halftone texture, but this one works really well in that vertical rectangle that would belong on a t-shirt. So, Overall, I think you do a really good job. You have a really good, a really good eye for for what would look good on a shirt, and you have, you know, the um, what's the word? The cognitive ability of realizing what would translate from design to apparel very well. So, kudos to you, my man Weston, and thank you for lin- linking your portfolio. Uh, moving on to Kenan Pearson. This is his. Duke Baseball 2022 project on his Behance. Kenan, I will follow you. I don't know why I haven't followed you. Um, but so, yeah, let's let's move into this. Right away, I can see some consistency with this tape texture or paper texture, whatever you want to use it. My guess is that's tape. I just zoomed in there. I didn't really zoom in as much as I was expecting it to, but tape texture um, and similar typefaces, similar player usage. Um, similar lighting and everything. So overall, I think right away this does a really good job. Um, so with starting lineup graphics and like coverage graphics and everything like that already is like, I know you probably have made it universal for, you know, 16 by 9, 1 by 1, uh, maybe even a 4 by 5 version um, and like a story version. So I'm, you probably have made it universal for all platforms, but but that's a big thing that you have to consider, um, especially if you want everything to look look nice and, and sort nice on a social feed and be, I guess, as readable and as um, as retainable for the viewer um, right away. I think this does really well with visual hierarchy and everything. You use that tape texture for, hey, this is what I want you to see first. And when you don't use it, you use a very white 
and bolded um, sans serif typeface, which I think looks really, really nice. So kudos to you. I may have to hit you up to learn how to do this. This like very, my guess is that it'd be very easy to learn this motion for these gifts. Love that keeps the consistency uses, uses consistent patterns and colors um, and everything like that. So overall, I think you're doing a really good job with Duke and in their 2022 season for their visuals, for their baseball team. Um, Potentially, one thing that I did do in my internship when I interned in the Northwoods League with the Wisconsin Rapids Rafters, I changed up my visuals depending on when they were home and away or um, even with their uniform color. So I see they have a blue. My guess is this, this this may be their away uni and then their pinstripes for home. Possibly switch up the visuals using those pinstripes potentially as a pattern, um, or you know just changing the colors to differentiate between home and away, um, just right away. So you see that. I don't know if you just cover them when they're at home. If that's the case, then you know you can only do so much. But um, but yeah, that would be my one suggestion. But overall, really well done, Kenan, and uh, um, keep moving forward, my man. Moving on to Eric Sudhoff, um, or Sudhoff, Sudhoff, Sudhoff. Sorry if I pronounced your last name wrong. Um, <laughs> it happens. Um, so we, I decided to go with this Atlanta Braves brand redesign. Um, the Braves have a very consistent, um, very consistently, like season in, season out, intriguing graphic package every single year. Uh, their creative team does a really good job. And everything like that. So um, right away I see things that are super photo dominant. And you're using sans serif and that script typeface right away. think utilizing script and utilizing bold sans serif. And even light sans serif that I see later on here is a really, 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 really good way to go. Um, Also very photo dominant, which I think works really, really well. Because I'm in this right now, which if we have more baseball graphics, I'll probably allude to this more and more and more. But it makes it a lot easier to update graphics. Like with, you'll see this 500 career hits graphic, which I think nice nod to Acuna with the little, um, with the little uh, Enye um, over the over the uh, over the zero there in 500. Um, personalized graphics like this, you can cut out because you have a little bit more time to make. But like simple stat graphics like this or quote graphics or you know game day or final graphics utilizing the photo as much as you can and making making the updating of the information as seamless and as easy as possible definitely the way to go um i failed with that a little bit this year on what we're working on for the timber rattlers um but yeah utilizing the photos utilizing really good photography when you have the chance because you know you're a major league organization you have good photographers and you have good equipment. So making sure those photos see the light of day rather than just using a player cutout, I think that's a really, 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 really good job. Um, another thing is maybe making, let's see, the six is obviously like the Braves. I don't think you have to color code that because you already have the logo there and everything, but it doesn't hurt in all honesty. It never hurts. Um but overall, I think your composition is really really well done. Your type usage is really well done as well. Using red where it needs to be, 
establishing hierarchy and everything like that. I think you do a really good job here. Um, again, another thing, possibly utilizing different visual presence or different different visual presence when it comes to colors when going from a home to away but again it's a professional team there's more content that's going to go out in between those posts so it won't get too repetitive so overall overall really good job eric um and do more of these 100 percent. do more of these load that portfolio up man moving into dewey um dewey thomas what's up my man um, first branding project of the thing. Let's see if this plays here. Um, I will mute this because, okay, there we go. Um, so this is a Braden Bravey McKinnon brand identity project. Um, so he gave a little, the video right there, gave a little preview of everything. So intro just tells a little bit that Bravey is a CEO and content creator from North America. He approached him to do this. Um, and one thing right away that I love seeing in branding projects is process. Showcase your process. So when clients come, they're like, hey, this is how he works. This is how he kind of moves with things. And it gives them a really, really, really good insight on how you work as a designer and what your process is. No pun intended with the podcast name, but perfect. Dewey, so right off the bat, this is awesome. Showcasing behind the scenes work rather than the finished I think is an awesome idea and also giving some um, some reference and some description as well explaining everything um, if you want to pause here when you're watching this viewers go for it and read that but we will go through here so right away I have a tough time seeing consistency here for the sole fact that the B and the R are rounded, and then the A, the A, Y, and my guess is the double V. Um, it's the V here. They're super sharp, especially with the star icon that you're using as well. I don't think this word mark is very cohesive. I feel like you could attack the B and the R a different way. Again, you're kind of constrained. So, like with those letter forms, so I would probably stay with the the rounded because of those letter forms. If it was too tough, but the visual weight is very left heavy for me in this word mark um, and everything like that. And I don't really think the star fits in the A. You possibly could have made a crossbar there if you wanted to. Um, I don't think the star really hits there, um, and I think these things are kind of inconsistent your presentation is done really well and it looks like a secondary mark this is very yeah it's it's, it's not super cohesive um to my eye i guess the round and the the sh like the rounded edges of the b and the sharp the sharp corners of that double v mark that you're making there um is something that i would go in and rework um in all honesty um, but yeah, so just skimming through kind of other presentation, I think you do a really good job of showing the brand in everything using, um, consistencies with the brand. Again, that star motif that you're using really well done Um, the organization of things, excuse me, kind of showcasing the brand where it would be, you know, put, um, one thing when it comes to stuff like this is like when using mockups, like paper, um, using poster mockups, is that really going to be used on the poster? That's where my question would come in. So 
Um, overall, I think your presentation does a really, really good job. Your presentation, you know, suits everything, shows the logo in action, and I think re- does a really good job. Um, but I think the execution on the word mark and the logo itself could use some small tweaks because of the inconsistencies within it. So, Dewey, overall, really good job. Thank you for submitting, my man. Um, and we will move on. So, moving on to it looks like CR Art. Um, let's see his Twitter here. Uh, Charlie, Charlie, thank you for submitting. Um, I decided to click on your team WRT internship stuff. It looked like your most recent stuff on your portfolio. Um, but scrolling through here right away, I see a lot of, again, I see a lot of consistency with this, I guess, sweet type of feel that we're going here. A lot of geometric shapes, a lot of very, I guess, impactful color usage, and it matches really well with the teams that you're using. And my guess is that these like race teams, um, using, utilizing their uniform and brand colors to the fullest extent with the graphics, um, and everything like that. So overall, right away, I see that it's fantastic. Um, possibly your lighting and your color correction on the renders could be a little bit more, I guess, up the clarity a little bit, up the, up the saturation, maybe a little bit and up the sharpness. Um, but I mean, that's a personal preference. I think they look good overall, but you know, possibly just to bring more oomph to those renders. I think they, they work really well um, in the moment. And then maybe adding some motion blur to the car, but overall, my man, I think I think this stuff works really well. Um, I think you did a really good job and supplied yourself with some really good portfolio presence. Um, so yeah, overall, overall, I think you do a really good job. Your composition's really well done. The use of, you know, image and text together, nothing seems super jumbled or super, I guess, like, um, what's the word? Um, like claustrophobic. I th- Yeah, that's the word. Nothing seems super claustrophobic. You use image and text very well. So overall, my man, overall, Charlie, really good job. Um, and thank you for submitting. So moving into Lysander Caceres, I decided to pick this project because I I think I've seen this project before, but it's a very unique project. Basically, what this project is, is that he went in here, he um, created a fictional 49-team league within the state of California in the United States, and here is basically what he created. He created uniforms or kits and badges for every single team within the state of california which branding designers and sports branding designers take a look at this and you know do this stuff this will only improve your portfolio and allow you to be confident moving in moving in different directions so moving on um i think i mean you're creating a whole suite of logos here possibly diving deeper like diving deeper, I don't know if you did, but diving deeper into the reasons why you designed the badges certain ways. Like I see Golden States here. Um, obviously, that's in the Bay Area. You have the Golden Gate Bridge there. Um, Lake Mead, potentially there's a structure here, possible ca- or possible connection to a dam in Lake Mead, which I think it is. That's where the Hoover Dam is. Um, capital city with a capital building, some other motifs you use like the horns here, animals everywhere. Um, kudos to you if you went into every single city these teams were in and, you know, 
Okay, it literally says here, when making each team, I conducted extensive research into each location. Okay, fantastic. That's really well done. Um, kudos to you for doing this. But I think the best thing which kind of blew me out of the water here is doing this. Going and implementing Google Maps and putting your logos that you created into where the teams would be located in real life. I think that's a really, really, like, super intuitive way of presenting the brands. I think that's a really, really intuitive way. So I wanted to use this project as an example for branding artists and people who want to get into sports design and sports branding design specifically. Use this project as an example for when you're wanting to create a fictional league or, you know, create a bunch of logos and go into research with, uh, go into, I guess, how he says, extensive research to make sure your branding actually connects to where the location is. So, um, Lysander, really good idea. Really, really, really good execution. Um, so kudos to you and thank you for submitting. So, Moving into Maya Hato or Hatat, I don't know. Um, I have an itch on my nose. I'm not picking my nose. Um, I just have an itch. So moving into Duke women's basketball, I see here. So there is not a lot of graphics in this suite, so I will kind of go through here and kind of – can I use the keys? Yes, I can. Um, right away I see consistency with that Gothic or Old English typeface, um, the use of you know that blue obviously that you're going to be using – Excuse me, and a uh, looks like a slab serif typeface you use as well to kind of match that Duke feel on their uniforms. Really, really well done. And I think that eight no is industry. Kudos to using one of the best typefaces in the world. Um, but overall, I think you do a really good job with consistency. Um, potentially, you know, maybe this edit had connection to where um, to where the game was being played. No idea, but overall, I think there's a lot of consistency here, and I think you do a really good job with um, player treatment, and my guess is that these were jersey swaps because this one isn't and these ones are, so good job on the jersey swaps, but I think the consistency overall is really, really, really well done, um, as you see a little Facebook notification there. Um, but, yeah, I would like to see – Hmm. I would like to see some like more game coverage graphics as well. Um, like this one was here, this one like it's starting off to an eight no start, but like this one is like the only game coverage graphic that I I think I remember. This is Duke win. Um, like maybe some more in game coverage using using photos because in reality, if you have to push some graphics out, you're not going to be able to cut out these players as seamless as you have. Um, so possibly changing up and you doing some in-game coverage, utilizing photography and everything like that. But I think overall you did a really good job, Maya. Um, thank you for submitting. So moving on to Hassan Ahmad. Um, this is his 22 design collection. I will follow you, Hassan. Thank you for submitting. 2022 design collection for the NBA playoffs. It looked like it looks like so. We will click here, and it looks like they're just going to be um, team edits, which, okay, kudos on the Bucks one using Giannis. Um, hmm. Where can I go with this? Um, hmm. 
Okay, so my guess is this is like a it's it's a theme. It's just showcasing the players and showcasing the teams. So consistent, I guess, player organization. That's a good thing, um, and it's personalized for each team that's branded. One thing that I would want you to do is since it's personalized for each team, you use it. I think you do it in like a handful. Oh, you do put the the logos. Okay, you put the lo- all the logos up there in the top left. Maybe make them more prominent so people know that, hey, this is the Memphis Grizzlies. Obviously, if you follow the NBA, you know this is the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, but that's a personal preference. I'd make the logos a little, a little bit bigger. Um, in these edits, I like that you know, you're know you grounding the players with, you know the I call them touch shadows, uh, underneath their feet and underneath their bodies. Um, but make sure you know where the lighting is coming from. Um, potentially use consistent lighting with like the photos that you choose. So then you know, there's one direction of light, like where the player, where the lighting is coming from. Sometimes like there's light from all over the place and you're just using the touch shadows to kind of solidify that they're touching the ground. Um, for me, that's a, it's a pet peeve of mine in my personal designs as I, that's like one of the first things I kind of utilize is showcasing where the light is coming from. And then we go from there. So um, that's really that's that's the only thing I kind of want to go through here, um, and kind of see. Um, another thing is in some of these the players' faces are blurred a little bit and distorted. That's one thing I wouldn't do, just to kind of. I don't know. It's like that's their brand and that's their personality is their face. So that's one thing I wouldn't really mess with um, too much. Like the players on the left and right here, um, Reggie Bullock is one of them. I don't know the other one, but their players are a little, their faces are a little blurred um, and everything like that. But overall, I think you do a really good job. But yeah, emphasis on where the light is coming from and making sure your whole composition kind of goes from there. Hassan, thank you for um, submitting, and we will move on. So Ethan Massel. I or Marcel, I don't think I picked one. Um, let's just go with PFF. I think I, yeah, 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 yeah. I picked this one. So um, I will follow you, Ethan. Awesome using uh, utilized showcasing fonts. I know a couple other people did that um, just to allow there to be consistency. Um, this is kind of cool. Um, it's kind of treated like Bleacher Report or those other, you know, those other, um, I guess, sports you know coverage platforms um but yeah utilizing consistent typefaces between and also having the logo there helps with consistency and allows people to know that this is from this certain brand um and it helps when you're kind of designing with the same look as well using the same photo treatment same typefaces same kind of composition and everything like that um, but I like your creativity when it comes to utilizing text and image when it comes to this. Um, there's not one graphic here that's kind of used the same or looks the same. Um, you do use the like outline text look over the player a couple times. Um, personally, I don't really think that adds much. That's a pet peeve to uh, that's a, another pet peeve of mine. You're already putting the player over the text, especially if it's in like the caption. Um, if you're putting the player over the text so much that you have to have an outline to where like you have to make it readable 
I don't know. That's a personal personal thing of mine. If you like to look, keep doing it. If it's working really well, keep doing it. Um, but that's one thing. Um, but just kind of going through here. Um, I think your color correction on the players are really well done. Um, this is a pretty cool picture of Josh Allen. If you didn't have to photo manipulate that. Um, but yeah, just kind of going through things, seeing consistencies, seeing everything. Um, in some of these photo, photo manipulations, you do a good enough job. But I think making it all cohesive within the environment that you're given, all these kind of players and like coaches kind of all look like they're color correct the same. But like this one's obviously more in daylight. This one's a little bit darker. This one's more like orangey fall. This one's more like reddish bluish. It's like making sure kind of adding that cohesive lighting to the players that would help really, really well. Like this one's done really well. You establish blue lighting, use the city, my guess city of Charlotte in the background um, and everything like that. But yeah, and this one's kind of that light blue lighting that you would get in, in winter. Um, but I guess since you're applying more things, you're using lighting, you're really kind of immersing these players. You're kind of doing yourself a disservice when you kind of, I guess, stop short with the lighting and color correction. So more focus on that. But overall, I think this is, this is really well done. Thank you, Ethan, for submitting. Uh, moving on to J. Kell. I saw an eSports project and I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. Um, but yeah, so eSports, Team Liquid, this is the CSGO graphic package. Um, you don't see this much in eSports, player collages. I mean, you're seeing it more now, but player collages because of the utilization of photography, potentially getting everyone in the same jersey. Um, I know you have one, two, you have three of them potentially in the same jersey, and then this bottom left guy and then the top middle coach are not in the same jersey. So that would be one thing. It's getting them in the same jersey. Again, we have it here and here as well. Um, yeah, I think your compositions are really well done. Your compositions are really, really, really well done. But I think utilizing the glow that the Team Liquid logo is giving off, using that as a light source and making sure the lighting is correct on all these players would only amplify that composition and amplify how the players will look. Um, you're using all these great textures and all those this great composition. I think go that another step forward and make sure the lighting is spot on. Um, that's where I would go. But overall, I think you're doing a really good job. Um, but make sure that lighting is consistent. Utilize that light source to the fullest extent and make things, I guess, color balance and like color ba use color balance to make sure your subjects are immersed within that composition and making sure everything's consistent and cohesive. Um, JKL, thank you for submitting and I appreciate that. So um, moving into Puvin, um, if you missed Puvin's episode of Creative Process, look back into season two. I don't know exactly what episode it is, but he was on here. Um, and he does he worked with Fox, does a lot of text heavy graphics. Um, and these ones were a little different than what he has. I think these all work really 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 well um, the lighting and composition on these are done really really well posterized more comic look possibly going a little bit more maybe including some half tones would have been dope um, this one I saw on Twitter and I was like greetings from sex land that <laughs> that's 
I don't know if that's really the the you know. I mean, you're talking about sex in this too. I don't know if it's super you know friendly for their social media. I mean, if they posted it, kudos to them. But um, possibly go with a different different thing here you could have said the land i know cleveland is the land right i think that's what it is but that's the only thing that i would change there um okay this is when the brooklyn nets uh full house i like that and then moving more into utilization of like a paper texture and everything like this um i think yeah okay so basically Based on the themes, these are super themed graphics. That's what I would con- that's what I would put them as, like super themed graphics. They're all for a purpose. They all have a theme, and I think you do really well of connecting everything within the graphic to the theme. Um, the only problem would be the sex land there, and then also maybe incorporating a more a different texture into Terror and Gotham. I think utilizing halftone would work really well, but overall, Pavin. Pavin I think you do a really good job and keep up the amazing work um, for Sacramento now that you got you got hired with them. I think that's an awesome move for you, my man. So congratulations and thank you for submitting. Um, we have a handful left here. We're running on about 40 minutes for the um, recording. So I will actually take a small break here. I'm going to get a glass of water and you guys can hear from today's sponsor of the podcast. All right, we will be back in a sec. This episode of Creative Process is brought to you by Logo Serial. Logo Serial is a community-driven project that provides designers with bite-sized tasks to help them develop their skills. Each brief aims to challenge designers to try new styles and explore new areas of design through extension tasks. Each brief was written to simulate and reflect real-life businesses and therefore Logo Serial helps you build case studies for your portfolio to attract real clients. Real clients, people. Real clients. Logo Serial also has a community of established creatives who offer their feedback and knowledge to help push your work even further. Join over 300 other designers and get started with Logo Serial today by using the link in the description. Again, join over 300 other designers and get started with Logo Serial today by using the link in the description. All right, let's get back to the podcast. All right, we are back, and we are here with um, Scott Lethal. Um, I will give you a follow, Scott, and we are doing the King Agni 2022. This is a branding project. Um, right off the bat, I see you're establishing a mood board, which is awesome, giving the client an idea of which way you want to go. And an already and already viewing the project, I kind of have an idea of where you're going to go without scrolling down, but here we are. Here's the kind of way you're going with this, but... Just going through um, pretty quickly here. You also developed some stream assets for him, um, for him or her as well, King Agni. Um, right away, I would say that the logo is a little bit more seamless and kind of streamlined when it comes to the curves um, and everything like that. And I think the choice of using a brush and like kind of grunge typeface isn't the way you should have went i think using that using that i think that's what stretch sands or akira sands um for the intermission type 
I think that's okay, but using that stream brush type, I don't think that was a good choice. Um, that doesn't really connect with the brand and with the logo as well as you think it would. Um, I think maybe using less grunge and more, I guess, curvy, like curvy shapes like the fire or the flames on the logo um, would have been a better way to go with this. Keep the branding more consistent. Um, but you can never go wrong with black and red and white. So kudos to you on executing really well with that. But overall, utilizing the grunge the way you utilize the grunge, I think you did a really good job. If it was a different logo, it would have worked really, really well. Um, but I think the visuals and everything work really well. The alerts and everything work really well. But only if the different, only if the logo what's different and more cohesive with the way you did the social media graphics, it would be super, super well done, but it was either one or the other. Like you did a really good job on the logo, but you kind of missed on the cohesiveness of the graphics or you really hit the graphics out of the park and you missed on the logo. So I hope you get what I'm saying there. I'm not insulting you in any way. Um, take it with a grain of salt, but like that's where, that's where the kind of disconnect is for me personally. So if you went with a little bit more grunge look with the with the mark, it would have been perfect. Or if you would have went with a cleaner and more seamless kind of curvy usage of like maybe fiery stuff, stu fiery visuals with your whole package, that would have worked really well as well. So um, overall, good job. But make sure you connect things a little bit better next time, my man, Scott. But overall, overall, good job. Um, looks like I was looking at this one a little bit more. Uh, Quentin... Oh, this is French. <laughs> I'm not going to try to pronounce that. But Quentin, um, thank you for submitting. And we are looking at the FCLC X Nike collaboration. So um, looks like this is a personal project. And right away, I think this is going to be super photo heavy. So fantastic. I would read this, but I cannot read French. So that's awesome. Um, but it looks like you're establishing some, you know, your... I guess composition of everything um, looks like it's a banner um, so moving from there moving down let's see here um, utilizing Nike's you know sans serif typeface I think you do a really good job there and also utilizing this this subject here um, I think she's looking fucking sick with her net tattoos and her gauges you know she pulls that off awesome for her but I think using like the light leaks and that very simple composition with the sans serif typeface, I think this is very trendy and I think you did a really good job here. Um, so moving down more into the photo treatment, again, seeing those consistent light leaks and like almost like a film is burning, kudos to you. Um, very consistent photo treatment, love seeing that, that kind of brings the whole project together. And then I think using this this brush this brush typeface, which it's it's very readable. Um, there's not a problem there in in combination with Nike's, you know, sans serif typeface. I think you do a really good job with this. So overall, utilizing you know simple pattern, simple usage of what's already there in combination with trying to add something a little bit new. Um, the light leaks and, and the small textures and everything, I think overall 
yeah, as I keep scrolling down, you're doing a really good job with this, um, utilizing different looks and everything like that. So, yeah, I think you do a really, really, really good job, um, Quentin. So keep up, keep up the good work, and uh, and we will move on here. So, uh, moving into Ryan Dean. Ryan, thank you for submitting. Um, looking at his 2022 Baylor Pro Day graphics. Um, what I'm thinking here is that there's going to be an overall white look. Um, it looks like that because of the uniforms that we got going on. The shadows could be touched up, actually touched up a lot. Um, I know that's it's it's tough with their I guess their stances are kind of weird. Like the photo was taken kind of at like waist level or eye level, so the skewing of their feet and how they're standing on the on the ground is going to be a little bit a little bit tough, but possibly making or alluding to ground that is kind of going back at the same perspective as their feet are standing to make it look a little bit better. Um, that would have been fantastic. And also making sure the lighting is, you know, spot on um, and consistent. These are studio shots. So you know where the lighting has come from is coming from it doesn't look like to me that the lighting is hitting them from the left over here so your shadows are off right there um but yeah establishing and grounding the players correctly i think would work really well in this graphic um and i think that's the only thing you missed on so kudos kudos to you taking the time to cut out other players for that um so moving down i really like the consistent look um, using utilizing the uniform colors and the brand colors as like those accents, I think works really well, making that white kind of like the base color and then allowing the brand colors to kind of speak for themselves. This is kind of the direction I took with the Packers um, 2022 draft graphics and everything. So I think you do a really good job so far looking here. Um, yeah, overall, you do a really good job. Composition is really well. Um, really well done. Utilizing text and image is really well done, um, and everything like that. Yeah, you do you do a good job using gradient maps here. Um, yeah. So honestly, overall, utilizing it's a, again, it comes down to the lighting. And for me, it's a pet peeve, making sure you have the lighting right. That's huge when you ground players because if their shadows look weird, they're just not going to look how you intended and it kind of fucks up the graphic. So I know I'm being a little harsh here, but making sure your lighting is right and working on your graphics, um, not your graphics, your your shadowing and everything like that. Utilizing reflection, reflection helps a lot too. You almost don't even need shadows when you're utilizing reflection. So maybe attacking it from that angle, but yes, working on your shadows um, and everything like that and um, keeping your hierarchy in in mind I think you do a really good really good job a couple of these graphics get a little a little a little jumbled like this one isn't super readable um, I know it says for the for the ship maybe potentially right there for the ship my guess is ship because it's big 12 championship but yeah um, lighting and some hierarchy in some of these but overall really good job Moving into some photography from Ernest, um, Ernest visuals. Um, I think overall your framing is really well done. Um, everything looks 
looks really well done. Your color correction on these photos seems super, super consistent. But one thing I think this is missing is those like one of a kind photos. Like, yeah, you're getting these photos of him jumping up and finishing at the rim or driving past defenders and everything like that. But those one of a kind photos that like you get like that dunk, you get this dunk. I think, I think this one is like your best photo right here. You get the dunk, possibly cropping it in a little bit more to include more of the subject. Um, but I think I think this is your best photo in this whole collection here. But getting those one-of-a-kind photos, I know you're shooting for, you know, you're not really shooting for those one-of-a-kind photos, like the purpose of utilizing these photos. Um, but for, for Portfolio to make sure you stand out, get those one-of-a-kind photos. Get those macro shots of, of like, players up close. Get... Get those, you know, get those shots or micro shots of those players up close. Um, focus on composition and framing the players rather than framing them in the center um, all the time. Possibly frame them on a third so it leaves a lot of open space on the side. Creates a little bit more variety in your composition. But overall, I think you did a really good job. And also switching switching from landscape to portrait on some of these would help as well. Um, just give a little bit of a... A little bit of a variation in your composition. But overall, really good job, Ernest, and uh, keep doing well. Moving into um, Casey. Casey Broshagen. I think that's how I pronounce you, how you pronounce your last name. Um, but I know you do a lot of work for the USL. Um, and just kind of looking at these, looking at, we, looking at what we got so far. Um, a lot of inf informative graphics, um, working on wallpaper Wednesdays. Kind of looks like you're kind of establishing the brand here using consistent typefaces and everything like that, um, utilizing edits and everything. Um, I know this is kind of the trend now, like where you have a little bit more edits and a little bit more visually intriguing social media coverage. Um, I think you do a really good job of establishing like creative difference and utilizing what the team is about, like who, who the subject, the graphic is and everything like that. I think you do a really good job there. Um, but possibly more focus on how you treat your renders, be specific on what photos you use. Your composition seemed really, really, really well done and really, really well um, thought out. But Putting a little bit more focus on your renders, what photos you use, the treatment of it, um, establishing lighting again, making sure everything fits within the composition. Um, this one specifically, he's kind of, you know, lit how he would be lit in a game. Very consistent lighting to like stadium lighting. There's a blue, big blue light here. It looks like there's a, it's a blue composition. He's not very like color graded correctly towards the composition. So when you do this photo manipulation stuff, making sure everything fits within the composition and fits cohesively. Um, your informative graphics, I think, are done really well. This is something I struggle at, so kudos to you for making these really well done and consistent. So um, overall, Casey, really good job, really, really nice creativity when it comes to this. And also, when you have to be cohesive and consistent, really well done there as well. Um, but yeah, I would say attention to detail a little bit more i know you may have to push these out a little bit and i know they're it also depends on how they're going to be going to be viewed um so that depends as well but when you're going to the fullest extent of putting these players and putting these subjects into a composition you worked really hard on 
and then not working on the lighting and not cohesively incorporating the player into the composition. I said this before, it kind of dumbs it down, um, dumbs the, the composition down a little bit, but some of these you do a really good job. Some of them um, could use some work, but again, take that with a grain of salt. Do what you do what you like doing, um, but that would be my feedback on that. Thank you for linking, Casey. Um, moving to Ivan Conan or Conan Conan uh, Ivan Conan. That's what I'm going to say. Um, and we are going to be looking at his Army Football 2021 Creative um, Project here on on Behance. Right away, what I was expecting, gold and black, or black and gold and white, um, basically, you know, the army colors, and that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing some variation with um, with some edits when it has to be, um, and but overall, I think the compositions work really well. You're using simple textures when you have to, very consistent typefaces um, and everything like that. Um, possibly showing more of what the army's about. I know this is one pattern that I think works really well with the brand using this topographical pattern connection to the army itself, possibly using camo, um, and maybe utilizing some iconography from army, from the army, the United States army, um, possibly going there and everything like that. But overall, I think things, I think things look look really well done you stay pretty consistent with everything um and i think you did a really really good job and also utilizing some colors when they have to be used i know army and navy switch up their unis for special games and everything so i know this one's themed for it showcasing the uniforms this one is too this one is as well so i think you do a really good job of showcasing you know making creative decisions when you have to um, but also staying consistent to the brand so kudos to that Ivan. Moving to Christopher Core, we only have a handful left here, so moving into Christopher Core, his March Madness um, promotional graphics for everything and, and social graphics for the tournament. Uh, we'll be moving here. Um, overall, just by kind of scrolling through, I think you do a really good job of making it visually intriguing. This is a really cool photo you utilized. I know cutting out this net probably sucked, or if this was a render from Envato, kudos, kudos to this. And the texture used is is really well done. Um, I don't, I think the under the uh, color usage when differentiating what side of the bracket you're you're using, I think connects here as well. So you got South, Midwest, East, and West. I think connecting that and using the color for differentiation of the bra of the brackets. It's a really good idea. Um, I think that was that was worked on, um, or that was, I guess, well done and executed well. Um, and these are very informative graphics. So, using a sans serif typeface like you have, just to make sure everything is readable, staying consistent with graphics. Um, I think you do a really, really well, uh, really good job. Possibly utilizing depth a little bit more and possible player photos and game coverage photos that could be you know a, a more a, a better idea um than kind of staying consistent with these with these um with these textures this gets a little confusing this utilization of colors gets a little confusing because you see the logo colors 
And then you also see the different, my guess is that's their region that they came out of. So maybe just using the colors of their logo since it really doesn't matter anymore since it's the final four. Um, since they're going into the final four using their university logos, but that's a, that's a personal preference, but overall, Chris, I think you did a really good job. Um, do this again, improve on it next year. I think that'd be a good idea. So kudos to you, Chris. Thank you for submitting. Next is Hayden Joyner. If you missed Hayden's episode of creative process, go back into the early, um, episodes of season two to, see that one and listen to that one but i wanted to choose this one because this is a very heavy photo manipulated kind of scene here um that i think you do a good job compositionally but i think things could be connected a little bit a little bit better i think you could go without the halftone pattern pattern in the background and i think your color grading is done really well but i want to see a little bit more contrast within this um, the reason why I say that is because things look a little bit washed out. I know you're going for that like Western look type of thing. Um, they're playing the 49ers, so you got some gold going on there. Um, so that makes sense. The whole, I guess, composition makes sense, but making it a little bit more, I guess, what's the sense? What's the word? I Stylized? That's the word, stylized. Making it a little bit more stylized and more saturated and higher contrast and, and everything like that, making things fit in a little bit more would make it a little bit more visually intriguing. Um, I think you go leaps and bounds with with kind of, you know, incorporating everything into the into a cohesive scene, possibly mixing up the background, switching up the background, making it a little bit more visually different within these like final graphics and then your game day graphics, making that a little bit different. Potentially, I know you use different visual assets, so that that allows it to be, I'm using different a lot, but different and switch up the look a little bit, but possibly making the background, um, switching the background up would help that as well. But yeah, adding a little bit more contrast, a little bit more saturation and everything I think would make this um, a little bit more visually intriguing um, and everything. It's a little bit flat, but that, again, that's a personal preference. Um, but overall, I think you did a really good job. Really creative, really creative in my mind. So kudos to you, Hayden. Um, a different one here. So we're going with vehicle wraps. I'm going to pick this another one um, from killtheauthority.com. Kill the Authority, thank you for linking. Um, if you're watching, you know who you are, but that's not really a first and last name. But kudos to you for that dope alias. Um, I guess when it comes to vehicle wraps, the main purpose is style. So I think you do a really good job with, I guess, symmetry on this as well. Um, I think the Nissan Skyline is a great car to do this. You have a lot of real estate. But um, overall, I think you do a really good job. Really, really, really good job. I don't really know what else to say here. I think you do I think it I think it does well. Um on the hood, I don't really think you need anything. I know you want to put something there, but I don't think you need anything on the hood um uh, because no one's really going to be looking at the top of the hood unless you get a photo from the top down. Um or the like the top of the car, this is the hood of the car, but the hood of the car like over the engine, yes, put something there. That's a you can that can be at eye level, you're able to see that, but on the top of the car the literal hood of the car, the roof of the car. That's the word, the roof of the car. I don't think you need any, like, text up there. Um, 
I think you utilize textures and everything really well to make things kind of cohesive. Um, that red and black work super well. Um, overall, I think you did a really, really, really good job. So kudos to you. Kill the authority. Um, moving into Richard Dalton, Dalton Signature. Um, I see you posting a, posting about the bangles all the time my man so shout out joe b boomer esiason um don't know who this guy is but kind of paging through this um you do a lot of bangles artwork there's a shit ton to kind of go through here but overall i think you do a really good job usually utilizing text and image um some things could be you know put into the composition a little bit better making this have an overarching theme i guess it has a theme but again lighting cohesive lighting would make this go up 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 um in i guess um what's the word it would make the quality of the graphic and the cohesiveness of the graphic go up this is a little confusing Bengals, raiders Derek carr on the Bengals side burrow on the raiders side um yeah that's a little confusing but like this funny making making some memes utilizing text and image i think that's your strong suit like quote graphics this i think is done really well um i'm not going to reiterate shadowing and lighting stuff i've done that before but overall i think things are really well done your strength is text and image so keep utilizing that i think that's definitely 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 keep putting emphasis on that making infographics and and everything um i think your improvements would be in your edits and your lighting um i think if you're going to make something that has a scene to it make sure it's all cohesive i'm not going to go over that again um, i've done that a couple times here um, i think as i scroll up things improve so kudos to that but overall really well done photo and text is your strength so utilize that when you can but also improve on your edits, improve on your lighting, um, and everything like that. So thank you for submitting, Dalton. Really appreciate it. Um, this is his project again. Okay. Um, Will Mims. What did I pick for Will? Um, I think I picked this one. I may have clicked off, um, but I apologize. So Nashville Preds hockey graphics um so just scrolling through here i think you have four graphics so we'll we'll just view it this way we'll view it this way so um going here i think let's see game five game six there's a different look in these if you're trying to make it a sweet if you're trying to make it a sweet go with one look so you have this look which is more of a comic posterized two-tone look excuse me, comic, like posterized two-tone look. This one is a little bit like you want to go the same way, but your treatment on the player is different. This one is completely different. This one's consistent to the last one. And yeah, I know this is for the same people's for penalty box radio. Um, I guess when establishing a look, stay consistent, stay a hundred percent consistent. I would say this is your best graphic out of all of them. You utilize different textures, but that's kind of the feel you're going with. Like the outlines on the player, for my, I guess, for my opinion, establishes the look. Um, it's like a rough cut look, like almost cut and 
cut and taped on there or cut and glued on there. So utilizing different textures and kind of making it a collage, I think that works really well. This is definitely your best one. Use this as a, as a, um, like what you want to go for and then translate that into game two, game five, game six. Um, I think these graphics were forced. I think your composition here is a little forced. You wanted to go something different. Personally, I think having vertical players, they don't really work that well in a 16 by 9 unless you move them over to a third. Using the rule of thirds, kind of like how you would use the rule of thirds in a photo. Um, and in like when you're shooting a photo, um, I think when you go here, like there's a lot of empty space on the right side there. So making sure you have information to kind of fill that thinking about your how much information you want to put into the graphic and then making sure like the utilization of photo um, subject text and everything fits well that's why I think this one works really well because you have an element for that's almost filling the graphic fully you know where your eye goes first my eye goes to the player first and then game one that's where my eye travels again I think this one is your best composition um, the graphic just seems finished this one seems a little bit more experiment experimental but also wanting to go this one's like in between this look and that look for me like you have a realistic photo rough cut player uh, player image these ones you have a finer cut player image this one you have a more posterized look so um, established consistency and everything like that I think your shadowing and everything is well done here your, your lighting is done is done well um, but yeah, so thank you for submitting. Take all that stuff with a grain of salt, Will. And we will be moving on to the second to last person here. Um, Connor McJunkin. That's a dope last name. Love that last name. Um, looks like it's more Eastern Michigan football content. It uh, looks like it's recruiting. So more recruiting content here. Just scrolling through, I see a lot of consistency. The green and white look really, really well. They pop so well. Um and when you don't have to switch up the text, you're using the same kind of text treatment and player treatment um, using that, I guess, collegiate, you know, sans serif type, um, using it really, really well, but also having your creativity kind of flow when it needs to um, and kind of going from there. So overall, I think this is really, really well done. This is going to be a short one. I don't really think I have to critique much on this. Um you know, it's, it's recruiting content, so making it as pleasing to the eye as possible for the players and as, like, intriguing for the players that you're kind of marking or marketing to, I think that's your goal, and I think you do it really well. So, um, Connor, kudos to you, my man. Contact me, or for, for everyone. Actually, I'll say this at the end. Say it at the end. Never mind. Um, but, yeah, Connor, overall, good job. Like the compositions. Think you do a good job. Um, thank you for submitting. And last but not least, we have Reeves. Guyton, um, I think I pronounced that correctly. I'm literally saying it how it's spelt. So Guyton, Reeves, Reeves Guyton or Geaton. Um, let's move to UGA baseball recruiting. So Georgia recruiting. Um, going in here. Um, shadows again. That's what I would say there. Um, really cool photo used in the middle there um, with the bulldog and the and biting the alligator. That's pretty cool. Um, I see a lot of consistency and a lot of text, consistent texture usage. Um, could this potentially be from two different years? 
I don't know, but like these three graphic, these, I guess four graphics seem out of place from what's utilized up above. Um, there's like a different look between everything. Um, so, so just looking at this one, I'll use this one as a, as an example. Um, this is a time change graphic. It looks like making sure your renders and your cut and you like your, um, when you cut out an image, making that a little bit more refined, taking away this black edge, taking away this white edge here, using, utilizing that masking tool in Photoshop, making sure that's there. My guess is these, that these are older graphics. These ones are your newer ones. Um, so making sure everything stays consistent, utilizing this white again, um, and improve on your shadows. Just keep, keep, keep doing shadows. Keep, keep doing them. Um, look at realistic photos of people standing in similar positions. That's a, that's a good way of kind of making consistent shadows. Um, and just keep doing what you're doing. Um, I would, you know, just it's, it's repetition. I think the usage of your photos and text, I think is really well done in this. Your compositions are really well done, but just improving the small things and the details, um, when it comes to text, possibly using different typefaces. I know you use, I think it's a different typeface in almost every single one of these. So, um, you're kind of going along the same lines of, you know, type differentiation, but when you have, when you're trying to establish consistency in a brand, have a handful of typefaces that you use that work well together to where you can, you know, swap them out or, you know, however you want to attack that. But Reeves, thank you for submitting. Really appreciate it. And that is going to round out. Thank you for everyone that submitted. And just looking at my notifications now, it looks like a handful of other people. <laughs> looks like a handful of other people um, submitted to this. Um, and I apologize for not getting to those, but this has been a super long episode of the creative process. I wanted to start this out, show some love to the people of the creative process community. Thank you for submitting your portfolios. Um, if you have any more questions, have any more, um, anything else like that you want me to look at or want someone else to look at, just message me. I can redirect it or give you feedback on things. Um, feel free to message me whenever you like make something. So get that going. I'm going everything like that, but Anyways, guys, this has been episode one of season three of Creative Process, and this has been awesome. It's a mouthful. I'm going to have to, like, chug water after this because my throat is super dry and my mouth is super dry, but it was awesome. Um, thank you for trusting me to give you feedback, um, and we will see you, I guess, in episode two. Um, Brad LaFeld is coming on for episode two, I think. Um, I think, I think, I think, I think. Okay, don't hold me to that, but you can almost expect Brad to be on there for, for episode two, but... Thank you for coming out today and listening. If you're here the whole time, um, I'm sorry if your portfolio was towards the end, but thank you for coming out and listening. Um, hope you have a good rest of your day, evening, month, week, whatever you're listening to this. And as always, make sure you tell someone that you love them. All right, we will see you in episode two. Peace.